review us on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. You can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. And yeah. Listen. You're listening to Yellow Packaging by Jesslyn and Colton. We're two Asians born and raised in Vancouver. Living our lives through the perspective of a growing minority. Our podcast is about nothing. About something. And about everything. We talk about issues going on in our lives, our city, and how that relates back to our place in a Western society. So sit back. Listen up. And get a new view on what it's like. And get a new view on what it's like to live in Vancouver. To live in Vancouver. Hey, 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 hey. Hello, hello. How is everybody doing? Hey, hey. Can you believe it? It's episode 30. I know. It only took us like what? Um, well, we took a hiatus. <laughs> it took a small hiatus. A few hiatus. We <laughs> yeah. stopped drinking and then we got sober and then. And then we just we stopped. Took a month, for... <laughs> two month break. And yeah. And here we are. When was the last time we recorded? Was it in May? I think so. Yeah. Seems so. like a long, long time ago. We keep being like, yeah, we're going to be better at this. We're going to record more often. And then like, life gets in the way. This. Yeah. And shit really, happens. But it really does you know. get in the way. But we're here. I'm queer. And I know someone <laughs> queer in the studio. <laughs> exactly. It's Colton. Win win. So w- since we last talked, um, what has been going on? Give well, me three highlights that have happened for you. Three highlights. Okay, so we started doing our renos. I yes. think I mentioned that. Yes. Uh, one month and a bit later, we're still doing our renos. Exciting. Uh, highlight is living in a one-bedroom apartment, but just in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Luxury. Uh, we're living the life. Yes. Me and Coleman have become really close lately. So give us a recap of what's going on with your renos. Okay, so we started this at the beginning of June. It's now July the 10th. Okay. And uh, we, we were getting the kitchen and the bathroom done, and now we have a kitchen sink. And that was a recent thing. So we had been kind of, I felt like we were living like squatters a little bit. Okay, it's squatters. called squatters. Yeah, squatters. Squatters rights. Yep. Cool. And we had rights because we had a toilet and a tub that worked. So highlights, yay! Uh, so hopefully it'll be done. Who knows? Uh, he said it was going to be done on the twenty first, and then he said it was going to be done uh, by July. All right. So you know Things what? Happening. I I understand this is sort of the dance they play. You, right. You know, you got to organize the plumber and the electrician. Um, but when they give you a ballpark, I feel like they should pad that in there. Definitely. So I'm reaching kind of like my cabin fever crazy point, and I don't know what's going to happen to me. You're going to snap. <laughs> You're going to literally I'm snap. Gonna lose my shit, like, on yeah. everyone. And You're going to um, go with The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> All stuck in this room and no place. Yeah, exactly. A crazy lady. You're just gonna take a hatchet and just start doing the rentals yourself. <laughs> Here's Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Go like cuckoo. Issa will be like, "Who is this lady?" Um, but yeah, what was I going with that? Oh yeah, so like yesterday, I felt really like wall about it. Yeah. Um, so I started googling how um, tos. No, more like contractor nightmares. So then okay. I would start feeling bad about myself. Right. And I did not. Like, sure, I felt, or not, yeah, stopped feeling bad about myself. But it actually made me feel like a little bit better. But like, I 
felt really bad for other people. <laughs> so it's like, this isn't anything. New. Yeah, I feel like this is a, like not saying that this is acceptable. This no. sounds like this is like a normal thing that happens during renovations. Yeah, I guess I just had different expectations because he was just like, yeah, no worries. No, 21st, no problem. Yeah, this is so easy. Right. A doot do doot do do boom, we're done. And it was like, no. I know. Just a doot do doot all over this place because <laughs> nothing's happened. Oy vey. So second highlight is um, I stayed at my sister's right. during the renos. Yeah. And then I got sick so I couldn't travel with Coleman. Right. Um, but she, maybe she's just like got this whole mom thing down. But she, take, she took care of her own kids Plus. and Issa. <laughs> and I just, I, some days I had to stay in bed because I was not feeling well. You're just sipping Mai Tais in, in the <laughs> backyard. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really sick. I brought a whole thing in vodka and right. was just drinking by myself. Good we, times. I even read a book. Yeah. Did you like, finish the book? No, like it's, yeah. I started the book. I should say I read some pages of a book. That's exciting. Um, That's good. That's yeah, progress. Amazing. And she, I maybe cleaned like, I don't know, two poop diapers. She's like probably used weeks. to like just being mom and like really running the show and managing the entire team that she's just like got this down packed. That what's like one extra kid, yeah, right? Like, oh, what's one extra kid? That's one extra bowl. For she sure. also threw two dinner parties at her. There house. you go. <laughs> She's got this figured out. I don't know how you do it. It's like, when do you sleep? Because she did her laundry yeah. at night. Yeah. And I heard her vacuuming at like two in the morning. She was what? Yeah. She's up late. That's They're crazy. Up late, and then I just said, uh, save some laundry. I'll, I'll fold it in the morning. She's like, like, yeah, right. <laughs> Get out of here. Her iron impressed. <laughs> hung in your closet. That's awesome. Okay, third highlight would be, I guess, this now. Yeah. This is a highlight. Episode 30. It's been a while, so it's nice to kind of get back into it and catch our listeners up with the happenings. Yeah, how about you? So three. Three. All right, so three highlights for me. Um, The first was I went camping, and, like, camping was a huge thing for me that I wanted to at least get done for the summer, so... um, the week, before, uh, the week before Canada Day, I went to Salt Spring Island, oh, nice. and I recorded, not recorded, <laughs> I camped at, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, uh, Ruckle Park uh, on Salt Spring Island. Beautiful. I think I talked about it before in previous podcasts, but it's like a nice provincial park. It's first come, first serve, and if you get there early enough, you can camp right by the water, and you just like are exposed to this beautiful natural waterfront property. It's amazing. Um, so that was one highlight. Camping was amazing. Was it nice during that time? Yeah, I went on the solstice actually, so um, the longest day of the year. And I is that June twenty first? Uh, it's the week before Canada Day, long weekend. So whatever that one is. So I think it was like June twenty eighth. No, not June. 20- yeah, it was probably June twenty first. Yeah. Oh, what so a great day! It was an amazing day. I and, bet. Uh, I tried acid for the first time. Oh damn! And that was a really, really fun experience. I'm not gonna lie. I, like, I really enjoyed it. It was such a. I'm not condoning the use of drugs by any means. But do acid. But I feel like people need to experiment before they knock it. So, okay. So do you remember the movie Romeo and Juliet? Yes. That day they went to the party. Right. Were they on acid? I think they were, right? Because they took it under their tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mauricio, is yeah, that his name? Yeah, Horatio, yeah. <laughs> Jose. Fun fact. Um, <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't Horatio. Coleman, your husband, my brother, was in a Romeo and Juliet play oh, during really? high school. And he was a 
Mar- Marcuccio? Marcuccio. Marcuccio. <laughs> Anyways, he was Romeo's best friend. Yeah, that acid dealer. Yeah, yeah he was, <laughs> but, you know, and not the modern day Baz Luhrmann version, but the traditional Shakespearean version. <laughs> so, but yeah, what a great movie, though, the Baz Luhrmann one. Yeah, no, that was awesome. In modern times and heartthrob, you know, I love him so much. I with still his angel love him. Wings and his armor. And he's kind of like long hair. Yeah. Oh, he's so hot. I love him. I love you, Leo. <laughs> Not so hot now. He just looks kind of No, he still looks good. Do you see that? Uh, I think that's what you look like in your 40s sometimes, <laughs> despite if you drink or not. Yeah, true. But uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie is coming out. The yeah, one. yeah. He uh, looks night, good in that. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. So anyways. Okay, sorry. There. Yeah. Camping. Um, camping was great. And then had a good trip. Awesome. Peaceful, amazing on solstice and awesome. Second highlight for me was um, Canada Day long weekend. Uh, I did want to do like a long, not a long bike trip, but just a good bike trip to Steveston. I wanted to take my cousin Holly because she's never biked there before. So we went on a biking trip Canada Day to Steveston. And that was a really fun bike ride. Yeah. Um, didn't realize that there was a parade going on in Steveston and it was also salmon fest going on in steveston so it was pretty chaotic and super crowded but still a fun bike ride beautiful weather nice and hot uh so that was really good yeah that ride's really nice yeah and then lastly um another highlight oh let's see this podcast. Yeah, this podcast, episode 30. Yeah, three is hard. Three is hard. I'm I sure just thought something. of stuff yeah. right now. Like, we, um, Holly and I are like your cousin. Yeah. We saw Brandon Walsh at Roundhouse. Who's that? Um, just Jason Priestley, Brandon Walsh from Oh, Nano yeah, they're filming Nano 210 here. Yeah. That's right. And then we saw Burger from Sex and the City. Oh, he was at um, I like Burger. Play Palace on oh. Sunday. We didn't bother him because he was, like, with his kids. If they're with their kids, you know what? I like to, like, step yeah. back. I generally don't like to approach them anyway. Yeah, because they're doing their own thing. They, they just want to be thing. left alone. Exactly. For sure. And no one else is bothering Burger except for this other guy who's, like, this old, white, giddy man. Of course. He, he doesn't understand boundaries or understand No, he took a privacy. selfie, and he was, like, trying to film his, her, his daughter. Like, um, I don't know. Like, it's one of those car things. Yeah. Old people are the worst. I know. Was he white? Yes. Even worse. Actually, no Chinese people would do that too. Socks and sandals. (laughs) Yes, he did. (laughs) Oh, I love Burger. I actually think Burger, like, he's the kind of guy that I would marry. You know what I mean? Me too. Coleman's like, you had a crush on him? I was like, yeah. He's He's like like from Office Space. Yeah, like like, when you play that game, Fuck, Marry, Kill, I would marry him. Who is my Mary? Oh, yeah, it was Ryan Gosling. You would marry him? You wouldn't fuck him? I'd marry. No, remember I had the three? Yeah, so like... And I killed... Who did I kill? Uh, uh, how about... Uh, let's play Let's play quickie, okay? Okay. Um, Ryan Gosling. Okay. Uh, Bradley... No, what's his name? The guy from the Lady Gaga movie. That's Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. And um, let's see. Uh, what's the guy? Who's Deadpool? Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Oh, okay. He, I feel like... Dang, two Ryan Canadians. So I'd still marry Ryan Gosling. Okay. I'd wait. Who's it? Bradley. Cooper. Bradley Cooper. I would kill him. You kill him because you don't like him. You know what? I don't know. Okay. I okay, liked no, no, him no, no, more. Okay. Let in... me change it then. Let me okay, change it. Okay. Okay. Because if you don't like him off the bat, then it makes it really easy. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio. <gasps> there you go. That's so hard. Burger. 
Leonardo DiCaprio and oh my gosh, um, I guess I'm Ryan gonna Gosling. I killed Burger. Oh, you <laughs> killed Burger. I love Leo. I've loved Leo like my whole entire life. So you life. fuck Leo. I fuck Leo. And Mary Ryan Gosling. Still, eh? Wow. Yeah. Okay. How about you then? I would. I think I would marry Burger. Yeah. Um, I would. Please don't kill Leo. Yeah, I would kill Leo, actually. But Leo's an easy one for me because I don't find him attractive. He's like one of the... I don't get what the sexual appeal is with him. And also, like, Johnny Depp, I don't understand the sexual appeal with him. And um, uh, there's another big... uh, The Momoa guy, Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. You don't... Yeah, that one... I understand where you, why you don't like his appeal. Yeah, there's another guy. It's one of those Chris Hemsworth, Chris oh, yeah, Pine. Hemsworth? Yeah, I can I see the think... I can see the sexual appeal there, but yeah. they're hot. Yeah, I don't see hot. I see like little boy. Yeah, when I see them. Yeah, so Johnny Depp is definitely one, and also yeah. Keanu Reeves. I don't, I don't see the sexual appeal with him either, or the attraction, or he the was cute in Speed. Yeah, younger counteries, but even now people are like, oh my god, like you know so what? Hard. Let's like, like fuck this episode with <laughs> topics and just do yeah. heartthrobs. I could literally go on for an hour. <laughs> and I feel like our listeners like this, but I just I don't see like the sexual appeal at all with counteries. Like maybe I'd marry him, but I just I don't even find him attractive enough to marry. Unless also... you're old and you guys are just like for companionship. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, I was reading this thing where it's like he doesn't like that people call him the nicest person because he feels a lot of pressure now and he doesn't like the stigma that's associated with him having to be nice all the time because, like, now it's the expectation is that he's always nice. He's always nice. And yeah. he's like, you know, sometimes I don't have that. And, I, and so I was reading an article on that and I was like, you know what, that really makes a lot of sense. And, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on someone. Maybe he's just going to be mean now. He sees a guy reading the newspaper yeah. and he like slams the newspaper to yeah, the ground. Maybe. He's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but you Starts know what I mean? pushing old people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, I get it. It's but, hard. But yeah, so um, John Krasinski definitely is my number oh, yeah. one. I had to Google him because I didn't know who he was. Yeah. But yeah, he's good looking. He's like, I loved him in The Office. Like, that's where I, I definitely fell in love with him. But yeah. I don't like that. I find that once, like, male celebs get to a certain status of, like, celebrity dome or whatever, like, this celebrity level, it's, like, they kind of have to go down this road of being, like, this super attractive, like, macho, like, man, you know, super masculine. Like, they, they portray him in movies and stuff, and I'm just, like, I don't think that's really necessary. Like, why do they have to do that? Like, they did that with Chris Pratt, too. Like, he was so adorable in Parks and Rec. Yeah. And then once, like, Guardian of the Galaxies, like, went big, he kind of went down this other crazy route. And now he's just, like, just, like, another typical, like, like cookie-cutter celebrity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. You know, since that whole Hillsong thing, we're yeah. looking, I look at With him Ellen differently. Yeah. I think I unfollowed him on Instagram, too. Totally. I think he's probably obviously, he's, because he, he divorced uh, Anna Ferris and then he started getting into religion and shit just to like I don't know find himself I think that he was already like Christian or whatever identified yeah. as a Christian yeah uh, then I think he just kind of I don't know that whole thing and then defending the church even though Hillsong yeah. has a lot of strong views against yeah um, homosexuality it's like they say they're inclusive but they're not really inclusive it's like yeah you can be gay just don't be gay around us when you yeah. can come to our church because we'll take your money yeah we'll take your Ties to yeah, 10%. Totally. Okay, so speaking of church, yes. I think we've talked about this before when Issa was a little bit, uh, when Issa was like, I don't know, three months, I was talking about dedication. Right. Or was this even before she was born? Yeah. It doesn't matter. I can't remember anything. 
Anyway. <laughs> so Coleman, I was like, I'm pretty set on dedicating Issa. Yeah. Can you, can, for those who don't know, what is dedication? Dedication is more like a, a promise for the parents that okay. you're going to raise your kid yeah. in a way that follows like sort of the Christian values. Right. And in our case, it's more like she'll know what the church is, who Jesus is, that kind of thing. Right. But we don't go to church. Okay. So it's not like we can just pop up at some church and be yeah, like, really. hey, what's up? We want to <laughs> do this dedication thing. Yeah. Um, and for me, I see it as like a tradition our family has, like all the kids are dedicated. It's just, I feel like it's something we do, but yeah. I also like the idea of it. Right. And it also, like for us, I feel like it ties us to um, connecting to spirituality. Maybe right. it's like church, going to church is like an opening her to another world of spirituality mm-hmm. or connecting something outside of ourselves, blah, blah. So we don't go to church. My mom was like, come to my church um, and then we'll just do it here. And then you can have a party at my place. I was like, that works out perfect. She's just down the street from the church. Don't you go to her church too sometimes? We've gone a few times, and it was for, like, my sister's kids' dedication. Okay. And my grandma had her funeral there, and back in the day, I went to youth group there. So there is some history. Okay, so we go, and they're like, hey, you have to come to do this session with us. And we're like, okay, it's like an info session. Um, and it just gives you an idea of what dedication's all about. So we go. And they're like, what church do you go to? And I'm like, well, we really don't go to church right now. Uh, so you don't go to this church? And I was like, no. And she's like, oh, that could be... A problem to have you dedicated here. We're like, okay. Did you ask why? Because we don't go there. So what is that? So it means because we're dedicating Isa at that church, it's also like a, it's sort of that, you know, it takes a village. Now it's like, this is your community. This is someone, and these, the people at the church is someone or people that Isa can go to for help, like a community. Fine, I understand that. Coleman say, Tell her, we'll go to this church. I'm like, we're not going to go to this church. Yeah. My mom's like, ah, just tell him you're going to go. It's like, now we're going <laughs> to lie to the church? No. So I told her, like, no. She's like. Yeah, if you can do this, do this right. Yeah. In the right not. way. Not, like, carry with a guilty conscience. Yeah. And this is, like, he only has one dedication, right? So one dedication. Why, why would you kind of brutally like, like yeah, this? yeah, we'll go. We'll see you Sunday for not. sure. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> My fingers were crossed. Black yeah, magic exactly. forever. <laughs> totally. <laughs> So then, uh, oh, yeah, they'd love that black magic forever. So anyways, <laughs> oh, yeah, um, sure. I was like, well, we do go to one close to here. It's like across from the library. I was like, yeah, sometimes. But we really haven't gone in like over a year. It's like two years even maybe. Yeah. And uh, she still made us sit in the info session. Even though. It... I, and at the end, she's like, oh, we'll talk about this after. So we right. sat through an hour of what she had to say. And it's all stuff you already knew. And then at the end, she's all like, uh to the other people like oh did you guys pick a date and they're like yeah we're gonna pick august and then she looked at us she's like oh yeah we'll just talk later it's like oh you've oh now excluded God. us Rude. from the conversation so i got home and i was like my mom was like oh how'd it go did you set the date i was like, like fuck that bitch i ain't going to this church <laughs> she can eat a fat one because i was like they rejected us they rejected <laughs> us she's like oh we'll talk and Cheryl's like, do they know how much offering you give them? Cheryl's like, start waving like fifty dollar <laughs> bills in their face. Are you like, serious? Like that's how you gotta so get in is with money. It's like that's not a very Christian like. No, thing it's to not. Do. It's just joking. It's not a Christian okay, thing to it. do. I and she was they're serious. just so shocked. But your mom goes to that church. It doesn't matter. I told them it's like by association we got can't it. go. And got it's it. like I even told them Rude. like I went there as a youth. Yeah. 
and my grandma was had her funeral there. My whole entire family goes to this church. Yeah. Just like, oh, I, I understand the, the logistics of it. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. Wait, is this also the same lady that came to your Issa's first birthday? No, no, no. That's a different one. So I'm just going to do it at Pastor Nat and... Yeah, it's like, you don't church. have to, oh, yeah, you have, I was like, why do you have to do it at a church? Can't no, you just do it at, like, park or something like that? I was like, thinking about at, at the McDonald's? beach. Yeah. <laughs> can you do it at my favorite place, the library? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> can we just do it at the library? All the godparents will be yeah, there. exactly. So I'm just like, oh, I don't know. i got to rethink this whole thing. And if this is what we need to do for Issa, then for me, like, I can already do it. Yeah. I don't need this, like, thing. I don't need you. I don't need you, church. Yeah, Mom's exactly. like, oh, you're going to give up so easy? That's so easy. It's like, oh, it's not so easy. We sat through an hour session. I had to <laughs> yeah, mingle. Exactly. It was not easy. And she called me out like 20 times. Yeah. The, we'll talk later. That the means shame. I'm not going to see them. Yeah, They're exactly. going to know I'm not going to be with these other kids. Totally. I think that, you know, I honestly, like, I get that, like, they want the community. It takes a village, yada, yada, yada. But at the same time, that's also very unchristian like you know what I mean that's also I feel like it's Connie like oh you come to our church and then we'll do it yeah exactly it's like oh you can only you can only get dedicated if you become like our premium member or some (laughs) shit you know what I mean it's like I feel like she's kind of like it's $30 a month. Yeah, exactly. You need to show up It's like a gym membership. A are you sure you want to quit? Like, yeah. Do you, are you sure? Yeah. No, you're going to be out of the country. I'll need to see your flight totally. flight info. Anyways. But like the Catholic church is like a little bit different. It's like you yeah. could be baptized, but you could. It's also you don't ever have to go to that church ever again. Right. So it's like, should we just do that? No, no. <laughs> it's like, no. Coleman's like, it feels very like black market while we're doing. Let's yeah. go talk to Pastor Nat to totally. cook this up for us. And you have a closer connection with Pastor Nat. And like, he yeah. came to Issa's first. I'd rather you just do it there then if that's the case. Because it's like, there's a connection there. Yeah, he and knows you're our not, family. You're not trying to like get, you know, like deceive anybody or anything. And there's no expectations out of it. And he knows we don't go to church yeah. on a regular. Totally. So anyways, so. Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Going back to heartthrobs. Going back to churches. you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no, so that that happened. I guess that's a highlight. Drama-rama. It's worth sharing. Yeah, that, that's your highlight for since we last recorded, for yeah, sure. for sure. Okay, I feel um, like we've gone on to some tangents. Um, yes, we did. But this fun tangents. This is episode 30. If you liked what we talked about, specifically with Fuck, Mary Kill or... Uh, heartthrobs that we're into definitely let us know because we can cater our intros to that because I know everybody loves to hear about some celebrity dick (laughs) (laughs) boy do I that's our other podcast it's called Celebrity D yeah that's coming up stay tuned (laughs) (laughs) we'll probably do that more often because we just love to talk about the D don't we when we start drinking (laughs) yeah Okay, cool. So uh, should so we go to some topics? Topics, or, yeah. yeah. Do you want to start or should I start? Um, why don't you start? Okay, cool. So as you know, um, June was Pride Pride Month essentially all over the world. Um, except for Vancouver. Yeah, except for Vancouver, which is really weird because Pride Month for Vancouver is until August, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the long weekend. <laughs> yeah. So anyways. Um, for BC, you, I guess. Yeah. So Pride Month was June all over the world. And... I don't know if you noticed this, but when Pride Month hits, um, whenever wherever you go shopping, you always see yeah rainbows, rainbows, rainbows yeah. on everything and anything, yeah. and it's a way to kind of, I guess, bring awareness that um, June is Pride Month, and also to kind of show your support by buying 
rainbow merchandise or like pride quotes or whatever right so for me it's i don't know it's i i like the idea that you're you're building awareness you're creating um more public support for a really important month but i feel like oftentimes the idea of pride gets mixed or lost in the translation of just buying buying you know like, like a marketing it's a campaign. marketing thing like christmas yeah. halloween yada so pride is another thing that people use as an excuse to sell stuff um so vox released an article on july 2nd that was about um pride merchandise and essentially like what is it all about and for companies that are selling pride merchandise like what are they looking to get out of it in the sense that like are you looking to create awareness are you giving back to the community and also what are you doing with that product once pride is over like are you destroying it like are you marking it down like what happens to that product and what does the symbolic meaning behind that product um happen like what happens to it after it um so do you have any pride merchandise at home no i don't I don't, because for me, it's like, if I'm going to buy Pride merchandise, then I might as well just donate my money directly to a Pride organization organization instead. You know what I mean? Um, So just to quote some things, um, Claire Willett, who is a playwright on Twitter, uh, came with this approach where she was saying that, um, yeah, it's kind of like a capitalist way to make money, but it's also a great way to kind of see how far we've come in history, you know? So she said, um, to quote on Twitter, it's not nothing to have moved the needle so far. Sorry, I need, let me repeat that. It's not nothing to have moved the needle so far that companies have decided that big money is on the side of pandering to us, us being gay, the LGBTQ, instead of the people who hate us. So I think that quote alone says a lot that, you know, back then nobody would have produced pride merchandise yeah. to show support and awareness for the LGBTQ plus community. But now it's like everybody is creating something for Pride Month. Um, so to give you some examples of um, companies that were releasing Pride product last month, um, I think here's an example of way you release product, but you you really release it in the wrong way without any idea or understanding of why you're releasing something. So last year, Adidas, last year, so not this year, but last year, Adidas was called out on this for being hypocritical because they were selling rainbow-laden product uh, that was like pride packs or like pride merchandise, rainbow covered t-shirts, balls, every, anything. But at the same time, they were also sponsoring um, the World Cup in Russia. And as you know, um, Russia is a country whose laws made the event unsafe for the LGBTQ plus community. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, you're going to say you support pride, but at the same time, you're supporting a country that has no support and actually criminalizes the LGBTQ plus um, so that's one example. Another example this year was um, President Donald Trump himself was selling um, on his campaign or whatever, Make America Great Again rainbow hats for $35 <laughs> a pop. Um, so that's quoting hilarious. from Vox, um, <clears throat> and that's to say nothing of President Donald Trump's rainbow Make America Great Again hats, which his campaign has sold for $35 a pop, while his administration continues its efforts to remove non-discrimination protections for transgender people under the Affordable Care Act, allow homeless shelters to deny people access based on privacy, safety, practical concerns, religious beliefs, 
and bar transgender troops from serving in the military. So it's like, yeah, you're buying this hat, but what is the symbolic meaning behind it when the company or the campaign or whatever itself doesn't even support the LGBTQ+. So it's like, it's almost like a money grab. It's a cash grab. It totally is. Um, so on the flip side, not all companies are trying to like contaminate the pride awareness and pride understanding. Um, Nike is one of the major examples. Um, Nike says it has provided $3.6 million to the LGBTQ plus organizations since 2012. And this year's collection supports more than 20 organizations through grants administered by the Charities Aid Foundation of America. Um, on the resale marketplace, um, two, sale, two sold out sneaker styles from the line, the Air Max 90 and Air Max 720, which were Pride um, special editions, have been selling for a premium since they launched last month. So they're really turning it in a different direction where not only are they giving back to the community, but they're making really good products that people want to buy yeah. and they want, you know? So it's a win-win situation. Nike makes money off it. They gain really good awareness. They gain really good awareness out of it. And at the same time, like they're, they're giving back to the community and it's not going to waste, so to speak, when their products are selling out. Another example is um, Target... Uh, donates all their leftover merchandise uh, from the Pride collections to third-party organizations, um, which is their standard company protocol. They do it anyways, but it's good to know that the mod just, just the 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 merchandise just doesn't get marked down, marked down, marked down, and then thrown away. Um, they also added that extra bottles from the distribution center of the Pride stuff will be donated to the Family Equality Council, a nonprofit supporting LGBTQ families. Um, another example, Bud Light's Rainbow Glad GLAD bottles will be on sale until bars and retailers run out. The company said it sold more than 500,000 bottles and with a donation of $1 per case sold, expects to give yeah. upwards of $150,000 to advocacy groups. Um, just a, a few more that I want to list off. Um, H&M's Pride Collection um, gives 10% of the sales to the United Nations Free and Equal Campaign. Um, Barefoot Wine... Uh, has like a rainbow label and they are running a pride campaign up until the end of October and one dollar of each sale goes towards the the Broadway Cares Equity Fights for AIDS uh, another one and lastly Happy Socks everybody knows Happy Socks yeah. said it's pride socks were part of its permanent collection so they don't they don't sell it as like a, a one-time thing, a monthly thing, a campaign. It's like constantly part of it. And they also sell Pride-themed gift boxes every year, but they always sell out. Additionally, this year, um, uh, they partnered with Gender Neutral Stores, which is Fluid Project. So Fluid Project is like an online, I think, e-com thing that sells and supports um, LGBTQ brands, essentially. So they're selling it on there. Uh, and... one with Yeah, so... Um, they retail for $16 a pair and 10% of the proceeds goes towards the Stonewall Community Foundation. So it's clear that, I think what's really great is that when companies do it right, it sells. And on top of that, when it sells, it shows that people are supporting Pride yeah. and that they are on our side and they're not against us, you know, whereas maybe like 20, maybe not maybe 20, but like 30 years ago, you we wouldn't even be seeing Pride stuff in the markets whatsoever. Um, so yeah, I think it's also really important to note that when you're buying Pride merchandise, like, are you just buying it? Like, why are you buying it? And you shouldn't really be buying it if you don't really support the LGBTQ plus community or you don't really want to create awareness for it. And I think at the same time, when you're buying Pride product, you should really look into what that company that is creating that Pride product is doing and give, doing. And also like, what are they doing to give back to the community? 
Because if it's just a way to make money off of some kind of special event, then you really shouldn't be buying it and you should be putting your money towards something else. Because if you don't support LGBTQ+, and you don't support Pride, then you shouldn't, you, you, you can't, like you aren't allowed to buy the product straight up because you're just a hypocrite. Um, so some closing words um, from the, the Vox article, which is a really great article. It really, really gives you like a good understanding of like companies that support it and what they're doing right and also how they're doing it wrong. Um, so they quoted, um, they ended the article by saying, critics within the community, though, argue that the omnipresence of rainbow logo corporations at Pride commodifies what was once a revolutionary political event and distracts from the violence and discrimination many marginalized groups still face at home and around the world. Which is true. I mean, Pride was built out of the whole, um, I guess, Stonewall yeah. uh, story and history behind that. So I think it's really important that, like, that you people kind of educate themselves on what pride is all about it's not just a party weekend it's not just a party weekend it's not just going to check out a parade like there's a lot of meaning behind it even though like pride sometimes be overly sexualized there's still a reason why we have this year after year and it's i think we should celebrate and just have better understanding and respect as to why pride is what it is yeah it's it's it's, it's like constantly evolving too yeah so. Wasn't it like last year you went for the first time? Yeah. Are you going to go again this year? Definitely. Like, I, it was, yeah, it was definitely something that I kind of pushed off. Like, one was because I never really felt like I fit into the, the like, the, the community, so to speak. Like, I wasn't really involved too much in it. I didn't really, I don't know. I just had this weird thing about it. But after going last year, or I think it was two years ago, actually, that I went, it's been like, yeah. I get it now you know it makes sense like and I don't have to like partake in all the festivities I'm just going there to show my support essentially and it's also really great to see on the news too like when people are out there like checking out the parades and stuff to see how many like families are like yeah supporting them you know like it's it's kind of reassuring to know that not everybody hates you because you're gay does that make sense no totally yeah so that's kind of my article um that one's a good one. Yeah. So I thought it was appropriate since like June was Pride Month and now it's over. But and yeah. it's also relevant because Pride is coming up. Yeah, Pride is coming up <laughs> for Vancouver. So Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my article. Um Yeah. Just please think twice before you buy something with a rainbow on it and understand where that money is going. Because if you're buying something to support Pride, then you might as well just donate that money directly to an organization instead rather than buying product. Because that direct donation could mean a lot more than buying a product and only portion of those proceeds going towards a, a charitable organization. Yeah, and I'm sure there's something local in your community and yes. we've probably got a ton in ours too. Totally, just Google it. Yeah, Google. Yeah. Thank you, Google. All right, let's move on to your topic. Uh, so, d- totally unrelated to no. Pride, but related to uh, Canada. Okay. Big ups for us because uh, the House of Commons passed the Free Willy Bill. I don't know if you heard about that. No. So we all know the movie Free Willy. Yes. You know, he, I forgot his character, but Sayuai, Sayuasis, and he flies, he like jumps over <laughs> yeah. the wall. Do you guys remember that? Yes. So anyways, the Free Willy Bill is uh, that no institution can keep a whale dolphin or a porpoise in um, captivity, like aquarium, like a zoo, or what? Aquarium, a zoo, sort of any sanctuary. Um, so under the new legislation, which was passed um, the beginning of June, uh, it marks a new era for animal rights. Um, and 
the animals that are currently there are animals that were born and bred at the aquarium. There's only two right now, uh, one of which is the Vancouver Aquarium. I've never seen a whale when I was at the Vancouver Aquarium. Do we I still have one? Didn't it die? It probably died. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. But they did, they were breeding. And it, this article I'd read before, they had given some of their whales. Yeah. To, and I think they had a dolphin as well to, it was Marineland and mm. another. Oh. Um, Vancouver aquarium. did that? Yeah. It, like overseas it was spain i believe that's crazy but do you remember that uh, documentary called blackfish yeah i didn't watch it i didn't want to get that i thought that was gonna fuck me up so i don't oh, need to <laughs> it will fuck you up yeah. like how black mirror kind of fucks people up yeah because um i watched that in 2010 and i don't think i've ever been to the aquarium since then yeah. and i kind of waffle because i want isa to experience that yeah. but i also don't want to support even though they're non-profit yeah. and they say they're sanctuary did all this yeah. stuff yeah they're really not if they're doing that, the breeding. That's so shady. I just, I would love to know the the, the story behind that and why they did that. Like, I, that doesn't make sense. Like, if it was for profit, then okay. Then it's clear that they're shady people. But I wonder if there is a backstory behind that in regards to, like, why they were breeding and selling. Like, isn't the, isn't the aquarium owned by the city of Vancouver? It's not selling, but they were... Gifting? Gifting. They gave it. It was still, like, in the property of... The Vancouver Aquarium. Right. The wording was strange. Like, there was no mention of money. Yeah. Did I say selling? Yeah. Okay, so wrong. There was no, like, there was no monetary... Got it. ...mention. It's like, oh, we have this extra wheel. Do you want to take it off yeah. our hands kind of situation? That's that just also situation. fucked up. Like, when they just release it back into the wild? Because I think they're not... Allowed to? ...ready. Like, oh. they's been in captivity for so, so they long. Didn't, so was it, like, because they didn't have the capacity or the room to, to breed another whale no or idea. not to raise another whale that they, they had. I don't know. You're asking really good yeah. questions. I wish. We need answers. Because <laughs> now I feel guilty because I did go to the aquarium like a few months, six months ago, I'd say. And I was under the impression that the Vancouver Aquarium was one of like the the better aquariums that stood for, you know, like. They are though. They stuff. really, they really are one of the better. Yeah. But now they're saying it used to be for education purposes. That's why they kept them. Yes. Plus, it was like ones that weren't ready to be. Yeah, that's what I heard in too. the wild. Uh, so it's more like a sanctuary, but it really isn't not isn't the case because a captive animal is not a happy animal. For sure. So they should never be kept in cages right. or like in a tank like that. So when I was at the aquarium that time, they did a dolphin show, and they said that the dolphin couldn't uh, be re like rehabilitated back into the wild because it was born like disabled with one of his fins okay so it's like is that just mumbo jumbo you know what i'm sure there's dolphins out there yeah. who this can't be the first dolphin that's a disabled true dolphin but, and i'm sure they find ways to survive but are they but then it's like if they release it back into the wild then are they just sentencing it to death or maybe are they not giving it a fair chance so it could adapt yeah. and see what it's made of? <laughs> what are you made of, dolphin? We'll Show never us. know. We believe in you. You can do it. Oh, my gosh. No. Okay. So anyways, that's going to be the thing of a past. Yeah. It's it's past. The ones that are currently in institutions, um, those are going to be the last. Right. Okay. So uh, it was a process that started in 2015. Um, and I think Blackfish had a lot to do with that, too. Right. Because the people who were like... Oh, yeah, people are more aware now. More aware. And yeah. 
they were like signing petitions. They were like going to the their yeah. governments uh, yeah. to see what they could do. Right. Um, and then they were doing it. So currently, it's Marineland in Ontario and Vancouver Aquarium. Um, they're the only institutions in Canada that um, have whales and dolphins uh, and porpoises. So in the best interest of the animal, they will not keep them except for a scientific research. Okay. Uh, Wait, which, what do you mean except for scientific research? So what they were saying, Marineland said in a statement that um, the bill prohibits the import and export of marine animals in Canada except for scientific research or for the best interest of the animal. So if they need to be in a bigger space, yeah. maybe they're older or something, mm-hmm. like then they could be shipped out is what I'm reading from this. Got it. I think that could be skewed, but I'm sure there's people that are kind of watching that carefully to make sure that they're not trying to like take advantage of scientific research or for rehabilitation. Like I hope that there is uh, a deeper policing of that, so to speak. So in, in addition to this law, for the first time, Canadians can be found guilty for possession of marine animals. Okay. Not just for the poor treatment. So if you want to keep a whale in your bathtub, you're going to go to jail. Oh, no. <laughs> so you bring that dolphin back, that disabled Ooh. dolphin. <laughs> Say bye-bye. Okay. Uh, so I think that's really exciting because yeah. I remember when I watched it, I was like heated. I was like signing petitions. I yeah. even wrote to David Suzuki. He's like, yeah, I sent this to my so-and-so yeah, or yeah. Uh, whoever it is. Totally. You, humans... I was listening on the radio, I think, I can't remember today, yesterday on CBC Radio in the morning, and they were saying how, like, humans are the number one reason, like, why animals are going extinct, which is, like, obvious, oh, totally. the obvious case, but it's, like, the best way to, to prevent extinction is to be, it's to treat kind of, like, the species better, essentially. Yeah. Um, so they've, I heard on CBC Radio that they set, like, a, a speed regulation for boats because oftentimes <gasps> the number one killing thing is boats are hitting whales oh my gosh did you see on the news yeah. what happened yeah yeah the speedboat yeah do you want you describe it well i only heard it also on the radio yeah. oh you heard um, on the radio. these other boats had like seen stopped. stopped to see the the whales in action yeah. and then the speedboat just goes right through that angered me on a whole nother level like who is this motherfucker and like it's like it's disgusting it's so disgusting I just hope that they he gets caught or he saw that video and realized how messed up that was. You know, I feel like he drives a Hummer, too. Yeah. <laughs> it might be that guy. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm glad things are going in that direction. Right. So. Where we're starting to care about the animals. So, yeah, don't go to aquariums. Oh, now you can. You now can go okay. now. now yeah. okay. <laughs> go to the aquariums. So now you can take you to the aquarium. <laughs> now but, we're going to go. I mean, we're going to well, get a membership. I would say research your aquarium first before you decide to go to the aquarium because not all aquariums are going to be like the ones in Canada. SeaWorld. Yeah. SeaWorld. <laughs> SeaWorld. Garbage okay. world. Garbage yeah. world. Although I feel like, yeah. Well, it is really garbage <laughs> world. It's your last uh, podcast, Bali yeah. Ocean. Cool. That's another. We'll say that for next time. Okay, so should we maybe go over some a couple other topics that we've had? Um, I do want to talk about the um, maybe one. There's one of uh, what happened in what happened to the uh, the, the couple on the bus uh, in London, UK. <gasps> yeah. Did you see you? I think you posted it. I did. I saw it. I read it on Reddit too about this. Um, it was in London. Yeah, London. Lesbian couple was on the bus. You know, they were just sitting there minding their own business. And then these stupid, ignorant people decided to harass them. 
they started with just like you know not catcalling but just like verbally harassing them and then enough was enough and one of the one of the females got upset and started talking back and before you know it they were brawling and fighting yeah because the stupid men um wanted them to make out yeah wanted like, them to kiss like stupid ignorant kids that teenagers actually i think they're maybe a bit past teenager age but they're like in their 20s in their 20s yeah i mean first off like that's so disgusting that you would get to the point of physically being violent with somebody that didn't really do anything to you. I think the good thing is though that they actually did get caught. Good. Yeah. Make an example. They got of arrested. These and I feel like yeah, in these situations, example an example needs to be made. But I think realistically, I don't think much examples is <laughs> much of an example is going to be made though. That's the thing, right? Like they'll maybe get in, put in jail for a couple months. I'm guessing, but what next? Then they just live, move on with their lives, right? Like, yeah, and it was just like a funny night that happened on the bus. Yeah, exactly. So I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like we're progressively like and quickly moving forward, yeah. and then things like this, or remember that Brock case, that kid who raped that girl, oh, passed yeah. out girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like another thing had come out too, where a judge yeah. wanted to like, yeah, let go of the charges because he came from a good family. Like, totally. It's like we're going like seventy years back now. Yeah, I, I think it's there's always gonna be like two steps forward, one step back. I think that's always going to be the case in in just, like, the way we progress and the way we move. It's just... You're always going to have that one... that one population of people that really kind of make you stagger in your, in your, in your evolution and your progress. So I just think we have to come to accept that. You know what? It's going to take time, but we'll eventually get there. And when we get there, this will be just another historical moment that we shake our heads at. Yeah, and what be like, think? what? That that fucking happened? Yeah. We'll be in, like, disbelief. I totally. hope one day I'll be, like, shocked. I just think what is most important is that we don't lose steam. You know what I mean? Like, we continue. Keep on keeping keep on, on. Keep on keep, keeping on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep on keeping on. Never yes. stop, never stopping. Yeah, never stop. Never Forever. Stop. Breach. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think cool. that was that was good. Yeah. Well, we'll keep like yeah. going through that list. Yeah. And then um. I just wanted to bring that up since that I just brought up pride, so, so I thought relevant maybe relevant too. Might be relevant. Um. Okay. Cool. So let's move on to some sweet and sour, shall we? Sour renovations. Yeah. Sour. Well, <laughs> renovations or the contractor that you hired. I think it's both. Yeah. Because it sounds like anyone I've talked to that has had renovations are just like yeah. Yeah. Well, I will say, like I, I think I mentioned it. To, yeah, I did mention it to you, but watch Judge Judy. Yeah. Pick up some pointers. I'd say make sure you have a contract. Make sure you're taking pictures. Sure, make sure you pictures. have some kind of evidence proof so that when it comes to payday, you pay him what he actually deserves versus what you like what you agree to on the contract. I mean, yeah, you are obliged to pay him by the contract, but at the same time, he's also obliged to fulfill that contract. And if you didn't meet that contract then there's grounds for um, some kind of revision or compensation for that. And from yeah. the way it sounds, you're you're not getting what you signed up for. My sister is just like, tell him he owes you groceries. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, okay. uh, can we go aim a little higher? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he owes you all the groceries. Yeah, I mean, like, you've yeah. already had to make compromises to something that you initially agreed on. So either he bit off more than he could chew or he's just not really putting in the effort. So yeah. regardless... 
Yeah. Irregardless. Irregardless. <laughs> Anyways, photos, yeah, sour. Sunshine. I guess that would be that would be it. Yeah. And then what's your sweet? My sweet is um so I heard this story on okay. CBC. Yeah. Um it was about a I don't know if you heard it. It was on the morning edition. Yeah. Um about a blind man who uses this app. Okay. Called Be My Eyes. Okay. And so uh, he uses it when he needs extra help, like looking at an expiry date, um, when his wife is out home looking for something or things like that. Yeah. Just like a quick thing. So this app connects people who are um, blind. Okay. Or um, what's the other word? Who have some vision impaired yeah. issues. Right. Or vision issues. Yeah. And they connect with volunteers who can be their eyes. So oh, they wow. use their phone. It's amazing. Use this app. They'll call someone. And it, like, calls it calls random people, I think, mm-hmm. how it works. Yeah. And then if you don't answer, it goes to the next. Right. So there's somebody answering. So yeah. there's um around 140,000 blind people using this app. And there's, like, 2.5 million volunteers. Amazing. And they're from all over the world. That's so cool. So he's connected with people in Canada, um, Italy, right? And it's just for simple things. So I read some testimonials yeah, on here love too, to hear it. and um, one was just she had moved into a new house, right? Um, couldn't figure out the dials on the laundry. Okay. So she used the app. She had someone on the other side look, yeah. and they helped her uh, figure out the laundry. Part of my ignorance, but how does a blind person use the iPhone? So I guess. It's maybe it's like a audio. Also, oh, it just reads things out to you. It could read things out to you, and then a blind person can like, if also if they're like limited vision, yeah, they can then they can still see a little bit. Um, but he was just using, I guess he knows where it is on his phone, right? Like where the app is. Yeah. Also, you can get it pretty big. So yeah. if you're like almost losing your vision, like you can still see a little bit, then then it works. That's amazing. Um, so I signed up for it. No one's called me yet, but I'm so excited for my first call. <laughs> I'll tell you when it happens. <laughs> that's awesome. That's that's great. It's yeah. all like free, right? Yeah. All free. It's just like volunteer. Volunteer. And then, yeah. Yeah. It's free for the blind person too. That's awesome. I will say. Um, be my eyes. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to be like. Oh, no, you hate blind people? No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> be careful because, you know, like, what if it's, like, some kind of pervert that just wants you to come over to their house or something? No, you don't have to leave. They could be in, like, Jamaica. It's just they're using the camera on their phone to oh, show you. It, they're it, not like, it. come over, uh, new laundry, <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, new laundry detergent. I thought maybe there was, like, that, too. Like, Oh, sorry. Like, no, no. I should be clear. It's all through the app. They're it. using the camera on the smartphone. Okay, to show you. So you're doing like a video call with them. Yeah. Okay. Is basically what it is. And you do it right through the app. Great. So it's not like you're sending your personal information. Super clear. And dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just there kidding. They're see, blind. What, they can't see. Well, that's what you think. And then next thing you know, you turn on that camera <laughs> and then you see a big. Great. Now I'm deleting the app. Slug. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, be my eyes. <laughs> that's Anyways, the app. That's awesome. I think that's really great. And yeah. I'm glad so it's a very smart way yeah. to use technology. Yeah. I think that's where we're using technology for a good cause. So yeah. I fully support it. Okay. Um, cool. Good sweet, sweet and sour. I for like you. that. Yeah. So sour for me is. Summertime's here, Does the city comes like alive, but at the same time, we also get a lot of tourists. Now, I don't have anything against tourists. I have Just blind tourists. Just blind tourists. <laughs> I just can't stand them. 
It's like they're so blind. <laughs> they're always in the way. No. Move your stick. <laughs> Move your stick. No. Uh, just kidding. We love blind yeah. people. Uh, my issue with not all tourists, but just like some, I don't know if there actually are tourists, but just obnoxious <laughs> people who feel like they're they like they're the sh- not they're the shit, but like they can be obnoxious because they're a tourist. You know what I mean? And I they, need an example. Um, okay, so. I feel like you're describing just yeah. teenagers. So there was, I think last, was it last Saturday or last Sunday? There was, uh, not Sunday, Saturday. Um, there was like, there was a lot of stuff happening in Vancouver. So there was the carnival. Uh, oh, yeah. Festival carnival or whatever. And then there was Katsalano. I think there was a concert as well. So there was a lot of happening things. So downtown was, was bustling and super, super like on. Um, so I'm driving my Evo to park and there was no parking anywhere so I'm just like circling around the parking lot looking for a park to spot uh, a spot to park <laughs> and these I'm assuming they were tourists because they look like tourists um, not young but like early, early late late 20s early 30s and I'm driving and oh my god that's not young anymore oh no I don't he's like you know what I mean like I'm when so I say young old. I don't mean like teenager oh, okay you know I mean? got it got it anyway so I'm driving like just doing my thing and this guy's like so I'm driving straight and he's coming from my right and he's just walking with his friends. And as I'm driving to turn left, he starts running full charge at the car, like at me as I'm running. <laughs> and then like, I was like, what are you fucking doing? Like, did you honk? No, but I slammed the brake really hard, hoping that he would hit the car. <laughs> but I think I slammed it too late. So he missed it. But then they were all just like laughing. I'm like, that's not funny. You know what I mean? You're like, I didn't fucking hit you. Like, don't be a douchebag. Uh, and if you do want to be a douchebag, then you better hope that you're ready for the consequences. Because I'm going to hit you. Because I actually <laughs> did want to back up and fucking hit him. Oh, my gosh. Like, I understand where road rage comes from now when shit like that happens. Like, I would have backed up and then backed forward just to make sure I killed him. <laughs> you're going to be on the news. Yeah, but it's like, don't be a douchebag. You know what I mean? It's like, it's what like, are you trying to prove? You're not cool. You're not funny. Yeah. And you're an idiot. Trying to impress anyway, somebody in that crew. Just thinking about it, it brings me back to my murderous oh, temper. <laughs> um, yeah, so, and just like other things, like just walking down the street and just tourists being loud and drunk, you know, it's like you don't, you don't have to show off that you're, that you're a tourist and that you're, I don't know, maybe they're not tourists. I'm just assuming they are because tourists have a certain look to them, but. And an attitude. Yeah. Uh, but, props up to all the respectful tourists as well and if you need help looking for places stop me I'll help you <laughs> uh, I do that too yeah, yeah I do know after that time we had our podcast and we called ourselves up on yeah. it I didn't yeah. do it today but I felt like someone was already helping so yeah I they're good yeah they're fine yeah okay um now my I think about that a lot by the way yeah we're yeah like, oh we're gonna be nice today Same. ladies like yelling at us are like oh my god shut the fuck <laughs> up it's like yeah that was an awful and we're like, oh hey <laughs> oh thank you so much yeah anyways but anyways what's your sweet like that. my sweet is um uh my friend Hannah introduced this to me but there's a magazine called Bon Appetit okay it's a cooking and food magazine and they had their own they had their own YouTube channel Oh, uh, and it's all yeah. like cooking, but it's really, really funny. And it's like they have like different segments. Some is cooking, some it's about like how to make certain things. And you have this one thing called gourmet eats, where they take junk food and they try and make it gourmet and recreate it in a gourmet way. Um, so there's oh, that. Cool. But 
definitely check it out. Check out the Bon Appetit YouTube page. There's lots of fun content on there. And if you're a fan of like cooking and food and stuff, then I highly recommend you check it out. It's a great, great YouTube channel. If Is you're it Gourmet Eats? Uh, well, Google YouTube Bon Appetit. Okay. And you'll see the channel. And they have like different like shows on that channel. Okay, Does sweet. that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah, so I think... I think that's about that about wraps up episode thirty. Oh my gosh! Um, stay tuned for episode thirty-one. We have some fun things coming up. Oh, we more. always say that, but yeah. this is definitely <laughs> worth it. Yeah, we actually plan for it, so we put the room, and it's way bigger than this closet we're living in right now. Yeah. So why don't you sing us off, Jess? That was episode thirty. The yellow. Follow us on Instagram at yellowpackaging604. You can listen to us on anywhere that has podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, rate and review us on iTunes. And also, you know, shout. Give us shout outs. Shout out. Okay. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. Bye.